0: Hey, hey everybody, it's Nairby from cerealandgrapedewes.com. At I am Nairby on Twitter. At I am Nairby on Instagram. NairbyDo on Twitch. That's N A I R B Y D O. And I'm also Nairby wherever books about books are sold. Speaking of which, it's time for another episode of Bayside Buddy. This is episode 35. 35 years of Bayside Buddy, a Saved by the Bell podcast, courtesy of cerealandgrapedewes.com. Today, we are taking a look at Saved by the Bell Season 4 Episodes 9 and 10, starting with Episode 9 entitled Wrestling with the Future, air date October 10th, 1992. And we start at the max, and Slater enters, and the people cheer as Zach congratulates Slater on becoming City Wrestling Champion. But Slater says that it feels good being City Wrestling Champ, but it'll feel better next week when he wins state, as Lisa, Kelly, and Jesse perform cheers for him. And who did Slater beat to win the the city championships? Well, who else? He beat Valley because Valley sucks. They haven't won a single thing against Bayside. This rivalry is ridiculous. So anyway, Slater thanks his teammates and his coach for their support. And he includes his dad who couldn't be there. Screech compliments Jesse on how she looks in her cheerleader uniform. And Jesse says that she's only a cheerleader because it'll help her on her college applications. By the way, I just want to let everybody know this is not a half ass episode. I'm taking notes. As we continue, Lisa asks Jesse if she's heard anything yet from any colleges and Jesse says that they don't send out acceptance letters until the following week. However, Screech rebuts this and says that he's already been accepted to four schools. Emerson, USC, Clemson, and Princeton. Jesse's shocked that Screech got into Princeton already while she hasn't heard anything from them yet. And she starts downing a plate of fries, and she's getting a little nervous. Zach tells Jesse not to worry, because he hasn't heard back from any of his schools either. Then, then this, then this man arrives at the Max, and Slater tells the group that it's the wrestling coach from the University of Iowa, home of the uh, Hawkeyes. Jesse tells Slater not to get too excited, because colleges never accept a student in person. The coach then finds Slater. And he offers him a full scholarship to the university in person. <laughs> and upon seeing this, Jesse grabs a milkshake from a waiter's, waitress's thing. You know, the, the thing that they hold, the big plate. whatever I don't know what they're called. She grabbed one anyway. She stole it. And she starts downing it. And she's getting more and more just nervous and frustrated. Slater quickly accepts the scholarship. I guess just because of things he's heard. But, you know, you you got. there was only so much time in an episode of Saved by the Bell, but he instantly said, yeah, I'll take it. And he gets excited to go tell his dad, and he asks Zach to go with him. And we then go to Slater's house, where Slater and Zach arrive to talk to Mr. Slater.
1: Dad, give me 20. (laughs) One, two. I hate when you do that, AC. Hey, Dad, I'm just getting you back for all the times you woke me up with your bugle. Mm, Hi, son. Hey, Dad.
2: Good to see you, Private Morris. Yo, Major Slater. Being all you can be.
1: Careful, soldier. So it had. When'd you get back? Just got in. Sorry I had to miss your big wrestling match. How'd you do? Oh, he did
2: great. Slater pinned that girl in ten seconds. <laughs> Shut up, Preppy. It
1: was a guy, and I creamed him. That's my boy. Hey. Son, I've got great news. Oh, wait. I've got some good news, too. Uh-huh. I outrank you. Me first. Tomorrow, 1200 hours, you have an interview with Congressman Shepard for possible entry to the West Point Military Academy. West oh, Point? Oh, that, that's great, Dad. Just great. I knew you'd be thrilled. That's why I didn't mind calling in a few favors. You're worth it, soldier. Yeah. Uh, Slater, my phone. Iowa? Iowa? Yeah. I owe, uh, Zach ten bucks. <laughs> Could you loan it to me? Oh, sure. That's good news? Is to me. <laughs> Major Slater. Uh-huh. Oh, I see. All right, I'll be right over. What's the matter, Dad? My CO went AWOL with a GI from the PX. <laughs> I gotta go ASAP.
0: See you, A.C. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it's hard to disappoint your parents, even when it's something that you really want to do, like go to Iowa to wrestle. But what you gonna do? So anyway, Zach asks Slater why he didn't tell his dad about Iowa, and Slater says that it's been his dad's dream that he go to West Point. And Zach says that he'll help Slater get out of it, and we then go back to the halls of Bayside, where Jesse is in the process of eating a big bag of chips. After getting uh, denied from Yale. So, Jessie, she's been portrayed as this very smart, intelligent uh, student, and nobody wants her. Meanwhile, Screech says that he hasn't heard from Yale yet, but he's heard from three other schools. He's heard from Duke, Caltech, and a school for modeling, which he thought was a school for assembling plastic airplanes. (laughs) And we then go to Belding's office Where he's meeting with the congressman Who is there to interview Slater And Belding has allowed the congressman To use his office as he puts Slater over As a great candidate for West Point Which is a military school Belding leaves And a few moments later Zach enters Wearing a Slater style wig And decked out in army gear
2: Congressman Shepherd. I'm
0: AC Slater. You know, AC, Martin Reedy really thinks you're officer of materia. And I trust his opinion. But, uh <laughs> Martin? Major Martin Slater. Your father?
2: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, well, I, I just call him Major Dad. <laughs> so, AC, tell me. What do you think of West Point? Well, I think it's the greatest military school in the history of this world. When do I get my gun?
3: <laughs> see, there's more to the army than just guns. There's education, career training, unlimited opportunities. Oh, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, you know, opportunities to meet the enemy girls because I hear those counting chicks are red hot. <laughs> wow, well, we're not actually at war right now. Good. Then we should we should attack Canada. They'll never know we're coming. Yeah. Yeah, I can see it now. Creeping through the woods outside of Toronto. Oh. I have the enemy in my sights. Take this! Take that! Oh. It's a vicious firefight, man. Machine guns. Oh. Mortars! Bazookas! oh Oh, what oh. am I gonna do? It's beautiful, man. And after we overrun them? I jump in our lead tank and I, and I ride victoriously through the streets of Toronto singing our national anthem. Oh, say, can you see the I'll
0: be in touch. I love it. Zach wants to attack Toronto. <laughs> for those who don't know, that's where I live. So <laughs> bring it on Slater, Zach. <laughs> Uh, anyway, we then go back to the halls of Bayside where Jessie tells the girls and Screech that she went home for lunch to check for letters from colleges and all of the letters were for, were just more denials as she opens up her locker and a waterfall of candy bars and other junk food just fall to the ground. And Jessie says that Harvard turned her down and now she's convinced that she's going to end up working at McDonald's, which excites Screech who was accepted into Hamburger University. <laughs> And there's actually a cult classic 80s movie from the eight. Well, obviously it's from the 80s. Hence, it's an 80s movie. It's called Hamburger the Motion Picture. I love that movie. I watched it when I was a kid over and over and over and over. And it was actually filmed on location, I heard, I read, at a McDonald's training campus. So, yeah, McDonald's actually did slash does have college slash university campuses where they train I guess, future managers and employees. And this is where this movie, Hamburger the Motion Picture, was filmed. And uh, you can actually find this movie on YouTube. It's a classic, cheesy, 80s sex romp romp comedy. I love it. The the Buster Burger. Lots of bull in every bite. (laughs) Put those cookies back, motherfucker. (laughs) Alright, Slater and Zack show up and Zack tells Slater that the interview went well. And Slater will not be accepted into West Point, which pleases Slater. Kelly and Lisa, however, are appalled that Slater blew an opportunity. And they tell him that he better hope nobody finds out that Zach posed as him. And Zach says that there's nothing to worry about. And the bell rings and students head to their classes. But Slater first heads to his locker as Belding is in his office getting an update on the meeting between Slater and the congressman. And Belding is shocked to hear about Slater's behavior. And he leaves his office with the congressman And Slater says hi As Slater is still at his locker Which is outside of Belding's office And he says hi to Slater And just casually leaves And the congressman tells Belding that That wasn't the Slater that he talked to And Belding instantly realizes That something fishy is going on And he knows who's behind it And we then go to later on Where Belding and the congressman arrive at a classroom And they ask Zach To try on a Slater wig
1: Sorry to interrupt, Mr. McGee, but we need a moment with one of your students. Well, <laughs> Zach, I'd like for you to try this on.
2: Oh, not right now, sir. I'm right in the middle of learning here. Can't this wait? I'm afraid not.
1: <laughs> is this the boy? Yes, it is. Well, then I'm afraid there's nothing I can do. They're all
3: yours. <sighs> what? Zach Morris, you are accused of impersonating a West Point applicant to a United States Congressman. A.C. Slater, you are accused of aiding and abetting a person impersonating a West Point applicant to a United States Congressman. <laughs> oh man, I knew something like this was going to happen.
2: Oh, come on, we're just kids. You can't do this.
3: Do something, Mr. Belvin? I'm sorry, Zach. It's out of my hands. In the name of the government of the United States of America, you are hereby under arrest. You will come with us. What?
2: I didn't do anything. Wait, Mr. B. So B. I'm I want that
3: homework when you get out of
4: jail.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love it. Put them on pota- potato peeling duty. Yeah, anyway, we got a commercial break after which Zack and Slater are in Belding's office handcuffed to each other with the, with, uh, the military officers uh, when Belding and the congressman arrive to have a little chat with them
3: why did i listen to you every time i listen to you i get into trouble when am i gonna learn when hey (laughs) relax (laughs) mr b i can't tell you hey hey. Hey.
1: sorry guys this time you went too far
0: you're looking at 10 years gentlemen
1: what
2: oh Oh, please, please, please. I can't go to prison. Believe me alive in there, please.
3: Hey, please. Would you shut up and take it like a man, Zach? I'm embarrassed to be handcuffed to you. I'm gonna have to call your father now, AC. No! Mr. me no, please. I think they've learned their lesson, don't you?
0: I think they have. All right, guys, let him go. Huh? Uh, you mean this whole
2: thing was a scam? You you did this to teach us a lesson?
1: Yeah, did it work?
0: Oh. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> hey, see, if you ever want a real interview, let me know. All right, guys, let's go.
2: Well, thanks for the great lesson, sir. See you later.
3: <laughs> Not so fast, Zach. The congressman was a lot more forgiving than I'm going to wait, be. Wait, 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 Mr. B. Don't blame Zach. This whole thing happened because I was too chicken to tell my dad I didn't want to go to West Point.
2: Yeah, I was just helping him. I was being a nice guy. I should get a medal. (laughs) Slater, are you sure? All right, Zach. As much as it pains me, get out of here. Well, thank you, sir. And please, don't be too hard on Slater. He just needs a little discipline.
0: I tell you, I legit LOL'd when Slater freaked out and dropped to his knees when he was told that his dad was going to find out. I thought it was great. So, as I said earlier, a few episodes back when we began Season 4, Season 4, they really seemed to to ramp up the comedy and the writing, and I like it. So, Slater was great here. And so, after Zack is dismissed, Slater apologizes to Belding for the plan and says that he should have just told his dad... And he tells Belding that he's going to go tell him right now. And we then go to Slater's house where Slater confronts his daddy.
1: Hi, Dad. Well, how did the interview go, Cadet Slater? Uh, Dad, I didn't get in. What? By that two-bit backstabbing politician. I'm going to get him on the phone right now.
3: No, 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 Dad, Dad, put down the phone i didn't get in because i didn't go to the interview what are you talking about dad i got a wrestling scholarship from the university of iowa i want to go there but what about west point i mean what about our plans dad they're not our plans they're your
1: plans i don't understand look i'm talking about your future here You plan on wrestling for the rest of your life? I mean, don't be ridiculous. No, Dad, I'm gonna
3: wrestle while I get a college education. And then what? I don't know exactly what I want to do yet, but I do know that I don't want to be in the Army.
1: Oh. I see. Well, it's your life, I guess. Look, I'm uh, shipping out tomorrow. I've got a pack. But, Dad, you weren't supposed to leave until
3: Sunday the state championships tomorrow.
1: I know good luck
0: Ugh, not cool, man. I mean ripping on college wrestling. I mean, you know what college wrestling can you can then go to the Olympics, yeah, rip on college wrestling. tell that do that to Brock Lesnar Kurt Angle. George St. Pierre and more man They'll rip your freaking head off And shove that grenade down your throat Army man And we then go to the max Where there is a Ghost Slater rally waiting to happen Everybody's waiting for Slater to show up And Zach is tense As only he and Lisa are there from their group Kelly arrives with Jesse in tow As Jesse has a letter from Columbia But she hasn't opened it yet Lisa opens the letter for her And tells her that she got accepted Jesse gets excited and jumps around when Screech arrives and he tells the gang that he got rejected from his first choice, the Fisher College for Women. (laughs) Which he said that he thought would be a great place to get some easy dates. So, Anyway, Zach then subtly reveals that he got into Yale and he'll be going there. So Zach was able to get into Yale. They even say after after he reveals this that he never does homework. He's basically a friggin' slacker. But he got into Yale. I mean, yeah, there was the episode where he got the highest SAT in the school, but it's just weird writing that Zach is getting into these Ivy League schools, whereas Jesse is getting denied by all but one of them. I assume Columbia is an Ivy League. So, anyway, um, Slater then arrives and everybody cheers. But Slater isn't feeling too well about his upcoming match because he's upset that he's made his dad sad. And the cheerleaders try to cheer Slater up, but it doesn't work. And we then go to the Bayside Boys locker room where Slater is warming up.
1: AC, my man, my star. Today's the big day, right? Who cares? (sighs) Didn't go too well with your father, huh?
3: Not at all. I told him how I felt and he just didn't want to hear it.
1: Look. Sometimes the truth hurts. But in the long run, lies hurt more. I'm proud of you. Thank you, sir. Good luck out there. And hey, kick some butt. (laughs) Hello.
2: Is there a state champion in here? Leave me alone, Zach. Well, you know, I'd love to. Really, I would, but there's somebody who wants to see you.
1: Down and give me 20. Dad, what are you doing here? Well, you don't think I'd leave without seeing my son do what he loves best, do you? Actually, yeah, I did. Well, I was going to, but uh, Zach here can
2: be very convincing. Well, you know, I used the old Morse charm, said a few words, and made Screech lie down in front of his Jeep. (laughs) Well, well Leave you two alone to talk.
1: Private Morris. Thank you. (laughs) All right, I'm glad you came, Dad. So am I. Look, son, I just want you to be happy, even if that means going to Iowa. Do you really mean that? Affirmative. I mean, (laughs) of course I do, son. All right. Let's uh, get out there and wrestle. I mean, you got into that college for a reason, didn't you? Hey, you know it. Say, maybe while you're at Iowa, you could squeeze in ROTC. Oh, damn.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so there you have it. So there's there was no report on whether Slater won or not. I mean, you can say they didn't have time, but there was the, the uh, one episode just a few episodes ago. The one with the where the teachers where Kelly becomes a teacher and Zach becomes the principal and Slater and the football team give Kelly a hard time, and then the very end they pass the test and they run to the football game in progress to and then Zach updates us right there. Well, you're probably wondering what happened. Well, we won, yay! it parrot credits. So we didn't get any of that this time. I guess you can only beat Valley once. <laughs> I mean, you can't beat them in state after beating them in city, right? So I guess they couldn't come up with the name of a, a of a different fake school. Anyway, that was episode nine of Saved by the Bell. A good one. I liked it. It's still a little odd that Jesse's having trouble getting into all, into these schools, but it worked because of the little comedy bits they had her doing with just the eating, eating all the junk. So it worked for me. We now move on to episode uh, season four, episode ten. This one entitled Drinking and Driving. Also aired on October 10th, 1992. And we start in the halls of Bayside where we see some posters for the upcoming Bayside Homecoming game. And also posters promoting Lisa for Homecoming Queen. So that's how we know that this is a Tory episode. Because otherwise it would be Kelly being uh, promoted for vote for her as Homecoming Queen. So anyway, Lisa arrives and starts laying on the charm with Zach and the aforementioned, well we didn't mention her yet, but Zach and Tori. And they tell Lisa that she already has their votes for Homecoming Queen. And after hearing this, Lisa quickly moves on to other students. Slater and Screech arrive with Ox. And they tell him that the party is at 7.30 on Thursday. And I heard this and I thought, why Thursday? But we find out why later. So, he, uh, anyway, Ox asks Slater where the party's gonna be, and Slater reminds Ox that it's at Ox's house because his parents won't be home. And we then go to the Max, where Slater and the football team are going over the plan for the homecoming party, and Slater wants to make it a good one because it's their senior year. Zach then arrives, followed by Tori, who announces the arrival of homecoming queen elect Lisa. Lisa and Tori sit at a booth with Zach, and Slater joins them as he's frustrated. With trying to plan the homecoming party with his Ophi football teammates. And Tori just instantly suggests, just why not just have a toga party? Which the football team over here, and they like the idea. So a toga party is simple, and uh, it's very, even though they're still in, in, in uh, high school, toga parties are stereotypically uh, p- uh, popular in uh, colleges, according to the movies and TV shows. And we then cut to the toga party in progress and Ox gets excited and he suggests everyone trash the place until Slater quickly reminds Ox that it's his house, meaning Ox's house. <laughs> and we then see Zack in his toga. All right, he's Zack is there in his toga wearing a toga and no shirt and the girls in the live studio... Well, Zack has to pause. He can't say his line until the girls in the live studio audience are done going, Woo! And when they're done going woo, he flirts with a couple of girls, and then he takes them over to Tori, who to introduce them. And Tori is wearing her biker jacket over her toga, which I thought looked cool. Despite ripping on her for her jacket last episode of Bayside Buddy, say uh, yeah, serialgrapevines.com. I thought wearing the biker jacket over the toga. I thought that that that's Tori. That's something that the Tori character would do. I, I like that. Plus, um. Also another thing I was thinking, didn't Zack and Tori become an official couple about three episodes ago? When the Zack and Slater made the bet about kissing Tori and and Zack won and Tori kissed him and then and then two episodes well hell then the very next episode Zack was talking about taking someone else on a date to Hawaii. So even though the comedy writing in this season's gotten a lot better in my opinion, the uh, the the uh, continuity is quite lacking. <laughs> anyway, some football players then arrive with a large bucket of beer on ice that they got via someone else's ID. Slater is given a beer, but he turns it down at first. His football teammates pressure him and cheer him on to chug it down. When he starts to drink, he accepts. He's like, okay, why not? It's beer. Yay, we're old. We're not of age yet, but hey, high school kids do that. I didn't, but what you gonna do? Anyway, Slater offers a beer to Zach... And Zack is iffy at first, but Slater tells Zack to just take it. Because they're seniors now. And Zack's like, yeah, why not? So Zack takes it. Lisa is then offered a beer and she accepts it. Tori says that she doesn't drink and she will not be partaking. And Screech says that he will also not be partaking because he gets buzzed from cough syrup. We then twirly wipe to later on as uh, a lot of the partygoers are now drunk. And Tori decides to leave because she's not having a good time. I don't blame her. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a, me personally, I haven't been to very many parties, period. And the very, I can count on like one hand, sorry, or actually two fingers, how many I've been to. And they, I, I don't get it, but what you gonna do? Anyway, Tori wants to leave, and I don't blame her. And Lisa tells Zach that she wants to head home as well as the homecoming thing is the next day. And Screech tells the gang that he can call his mom to come and pick them up. But Slater says that they have Lisa's mom's Mercedes. And she'll be driving people home. In in, in that. And Lisa says that she can't drive because she feels woozy. And Screech says that he can drive. Why? Because he didn't drink. That's good, right? But Lisa the Idiot. Says no way Why? Because she doesn't like Screech (laughs) The usual No, ew, Screech, ew So Lisa the moron says no And Zack offers to drive instead And Slater isn't so sure about it But Zach assures everyone that he's fine And Lisa the moron gives Zack the idiot the keys (sighs) We then cut to Screech and the idiots in the car driving home Ugh, idiots. Now, people can go ahead and say, well, maybe Screech didn't have a license. Well, I'm sure the cops would be fine in the case in this instance. All right? Even if not, still. Could have saved what we just witnessed via audio. Anyway, we then got a commercial break after which the gang is pushing Lisa's mom's Mercedes into uh, a garage, which we find out is Zach's house. And we see the damage done to the front. Zach thanks Tori for coming up with the money to get the car towed to his house, and Tori says that she was happy to do it. As Slater's rubbing his arm because he hurt his shoulder when they hit the uh, when they hit it they hit a telephone pole. Lisa then starts to worry as they have damaged her mom's car, and Zach tries to calm her down, and he tells her that she can leave the car in his garage while Slater fixes it. But Slater isn't so sure though that he can fix it because it's a Mercedes. And the parts are expensive. But Zack tells Slater there's nothing to worry about. And Zack's dad then shows up. And Zack tells him that they got into an accident when a dog appeared in front of the car. And Lisa swerved to avoid it. And hit a telephone pole. And Lisa's visibly not happy that Zack said that she was the one driving. Which she was not. It was Zack driving. Zack's dad is happy, however, that everyone's okay. And he says that he'll help get the car to Lisa's house in the morning. But the gang quickly help. They quickly tell him that Lisa's garage is full of boxes of tools for homeless people. Well, that's what it became. Like at first, it was one one of the gang saying it's filled with boxes, and then another one said of tools, and then Screech said for homeless people. <laughs> uh, anyway, Zach's dead. Then says that he's gonna or Zach's dad. Zach's not dead. Zach's dad then says that he's going to call Lisa's mom to let her know that Lisa's okay. And Lisa panics upon hearing this as her mom's not home. And Zach quickly comes up with a plan to have Lisa pose as her mom and call Zach using Zach's... Or call Zach's dad using Zach's brick mobile phone.
5: Alright. <sighs> Hi, Mr. Morris. Uh, Derek. It's Judy Turtle. Sorry to call you so late.
4: It's okay, Judy.
5: I didn't know whether you'd heard the kids were in a car accident.
4: Yes, yes, I know. Uh, Don't worry, everybody seems to be fine. And listen, Judy, I I don't have a problem keeping your car here for a couple of days.
5: Thanks, Derek, I really appreciate it. And if uh, you or your wife ever need an operation, I owe you one.
3: Uh,
4: All right, Judy, get some sleep.
0: And yes, the gang is now relieved that they seem to have gotten away with everything as they all head home to get some sleep. And we then go back to Bayside where I assume it was Friday because Zach and uh, Lisa are feeling the effects of a hangover. So that's how I figured that's why they had to have the party on Thursday since you can't have it on a Friday. Everybody get drunk and still be hungover at school two days later. So... That's why they had to say the, the, the party's on Thursday, which I guess you had to say that to, to in order to make this all make sense. Slater arrives, and he tells Zach and Lisa that it's going to cost $1,000 to fix the car. And Lisa freaks out, and Slater tells her that if they can get a water pump from the school auto shop, they can use that, and it will only then have cost $500 to get the car fixed. Zack then spots Sylvester the nerd and tells him that he can help make sure Agnes Kravitz Kravitz will remember Sylvester's name forever. He tells Sylvester that he can have a personal message for Agnes put on Slater's uniform during the homecoming game for $10 per letter. But Sylvester's not so sure at first, so Lisa steps in and she tells Sly that if a guy did that for her, she'd be his forever. And this convinces Sylvester, as he hands over hundred and twenty dollars for a message to put on Slater's uniform for the homecoming game, which is a, which is a cool idea, I think. I mean, it's like what they what the, what they used to do in the UFC before Reebok came in and uh, they made the big deal. The UFC fighters would go out and get sponsors, and those sponsors would have their logos and whatnot appear on the fighters' trunks and their big uh, their big banners during the pre and post fight uh, 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 things so yeah so it's a good idea so they now only have to sell a few more messages and Lisa's mom will never know about the car Lisa then panics again as she hasn't called her mom yet and she asks Zach to use his phone because someone else is using the pay phone in the school and I, I watched this part and I suddenly thought it was weird that Zach is still the only one with a mobile phone now granted this is what nineteen ninety two, right? It was nineteen ninety two. Yeah, this is nineteen ninety two. Cell phones were not nowhere near as you know. Everybody's got a cell phone now, but th- this is still this is California. This is this is a rich kid's school. Well, at least Lisa, she's got rich parents. Her mom's a doctor, and her dad, uh, her dad does stuff too. And she doesn't have her own mobile phone, but Zach does. It's just weird. I thought anyway. So Lisa uses Zach's phone to call her mom.
5: Hi, Mom. Lisa? It's about time. I tried calling you till 1230 last night. Where were you? I'm sorry, Mom. I, I, I was uh, at Tori's house studying. Oh, you're such a good student. Now, don't you have something to tell me? Tell you? Oh, okay. I, I miss you? Stop teasing me. Are you homecoming queen or not? Oh, Oh, yes, I am. I get crowned at the pep rally tomorrow. Oh, that's wonderful, honey. I'm so proud of you. Now, is everything else okay? Oh, fine. Perfect, especially the car. I mean, it runs great. Ring. Oh, wait, I think I heard the bell. Gotta go to class.
4: I love you.
0: And we then go to Screech sneaking through the halls of Bayside after getting the water pump when Belding spots him. And he asks Screech what he's doing with the aforementioned water pump. Screech quickly blabs that Lisa's mom's car won't run without it. And he runs off as Belding chases after him, wondering what's, or asking what's wrong with the car. And we then see Zach, Lisa, and Tori as Zach has Slater's uh, football jersey with Sylvester's message message to Agnes on the back of it. Slater then appears, and his arm is in a sling. He tells the gang that he hurt his shoulder worse than he thought after they ran into the telephone pole, and now he's not able to play in the homecoming game. And we get commercial, and after which, Zach is freaking out as Slater is upset because he's a senior. He's captain of the football team. It's homecoming, and he's got to watch the game from the bench, which I can only imagine is not cool. Because not only are there going to be a lot of your local hometown students and family there, there's probably going to be some scouts there as well. And now Slater's, because of uh, all those idiots, Slater's, including Slater, they yeah, he's screwed. Well, what am I talking about? He's already going to Iowa <laughs> to wrestle previous episode. Well, that's that's a different universe. That's the non tory universe, so... I guess in one universe Slater's going to Iowa, and the other in the in the other universe he's trying to get a football scholarship. I don't know. Anyway, they comfort Slater as he heads to his locker when Belding appears.
1: Lisa, is everything okay? Screech told me about the accident. What he did? Yeah. It's not every day a truckload of banana spills all over the freeway. <laughs> I'm just
3: glad your mother is all right. <laughs> terrible thing about those monkeys, though.
2: <sighs> oh, yeah, yes. terrible. Yeah. Poor
3: but the important thing
2: is, Doxy Turtle is all right. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Slater, what happened to your arm? My arm? What happened to my arm? D- the football practice, sir. Uh-huh. Slater was so intent on winning Saturday's game, he threw too hard and separated his
1: mm. shoulder. Oh, no, you're going to miss the big game.
3: I know. I'm sorry. I nah, don't be sorry, son. You gave your all in practice. You're an example to everyone. I'm proud of you, AC.
0: Yes, I, I, I love the guilt tripping by Belding there. I love it. Ah, just love it. You, you, you do something just not cool at all, and then someone comes along and gives you praise about what a great person you are. So, I love it. (laughs) And I noticed the picture of Hulk Hogan in Slater's locker. So, extra points to Slater despite being a dumbass. Uh, We then go to the max where a pregame pep rally is being held. Belding informs everyone that Slater will not be playing due to injury. And he asks Slater to say a few words. And when Belding announced this, Slater's sitting there and he's among his football teammates Slater's got his arm in a sling, visibly, like a freaking sore thumb sticking out. And when when Belding announces that Slater won't be playing, his football players, I guess they're so freaking stupid, they're like, What? What do you mean you're not playing? What do you mean? Like, Don't you see this arm in a sling, you clowns? Bloody hell. Anyway, Slater tells the crowd that he that just because he can't play, it doesn't mean that they can't win. And I, I was listening, I was watching this and I was thinking, wow. Are they finally actually going to lose to Valley cuz I'm all, I can I assume they were going to play Valley in this homecoming game but they never mentioned it. And the I mean, ox, ox starts crying but Zach gets the crowd amped by by insisting that they win the game for Slater. And then Belding continues his guilt tripping. Well his his unknowing guilt. He doesn't know that he's guilt tripping anybody. But Belding then introduces the honest, hard-working And great role model That was elected homecoming queen Lisa Turtle to the crowd Lisa is officially crowned As her mother arrives And she's just standing behind Lisa As Lisa's giving her speech And her mom is just glowing with pride She's so proud of her Honest, hardworking, and great role model Daughter Lisa appears nervous After seeing her mom And tells the crowd that She's not everything Belding says she is no shit. And she gives a go, bay side. Lisa then asks her mom what she's doing there. And her mom says that she's there to see her honest, hardworking, great role model daughter get crowned homecoming queen. Zach then panics after seeing Lisa's mom and asks about the car. And Tori says that she and Slater have finished the work. Sylvester then arrives and he asks Zach for his money back. Since says Slater won't be playing in the homecoming game. And Zack says that he doesn't have the money. And Sly takes the brick phone to make up for it. So now Sly is the only one in school, apparently, with a mobile phone. <laughs> That's right, he just took Zack's phone. He said, I'll take your mobile phone, we'll call it even. And Zach's like, what? Sly took it? Bye. <laughs> uh, anyway, Lisa's mom then greets the rest of the gang and asks Lisa for a ride home. Lisa just panics. There's a lot of panic in, in this episode. Lisa panics a little, again. And she says that she can't drive her mom home And Zach quickly jumps in and says that the car is at his house Because they washed and waxed it So they take Lisa home or in her mom to his house I guess they took Zach's car So they take Lisa and her mom to his house And we then go to Zach's house Where Lisa's mom is trying to start the car But it's not working
5: funny, it won't start.
2: Hey, I thought you fixed it. So did I.
5: I wonder what's wrong with it. Lise, did you have any problems with the car? Uh, I... Oh,
2: I know what's wrong. The, the, the wax. Yes, it must have clogged the fuel injection. It happens all the
3: time, right, Slater? Uh, yeah. Uh, happened to my car last week. Don't worry, we can fix it.
4: Uh-huh.
5: <laughs> How long will it take to unclog?
3: Uh, about an hour.
5: Oh, okay. Well, wait.
2: Or two, or three, or four hours. <laughs> Depends on how big the clog is. Mm-hmm.
5: Well, then I guess we better go. Can, can one of you boys give us sure. a lift? Oh.
4: Sure, I'll give you a ride. He's right here. Hey, guys. Dad. Hi, Judy. Nice to see you. Yeah. So, how do you like the job these kids did on your car? huh? Oh,
5: very nice. Mm-hmm. Better than any car wash could do.
2: Uh, to dad, Dad. Some guy called and wants to buy a hundred computers. I told him you call him
4: when you got home. Uh, business calls. Hmm. Slater You've done a great job here This car doesn't even look like it's been in an accident
2: <laughs> Accident? Yeah, yeah, you know, the wax accidentally got inside What wax? Uh Well, when we, when we finished Washing it We we waxed it And then it clogged up the fuel injection And And I can't do this anymore It's all a lie Dr. Turtle, we got in an accident in your car.
4: Well, she knows that.
2: She called me about it. I did. That was Lisa. But the other night we went to a party and we had a few beers. And Lisa was too buzzed to drive, but I thought I could. Well, I was wrong. We had a telephone pole.
5: And we've been lying to everyone ever since.
4: Look, let me get this straight. You drank, you drove, and then Zach had the accident, not Lisa.
5: And then you called Zach's father, pretending to be me. I'm sorry, Mom. (sighs) I messed up.
3: Yeah, um, me too. I'm sorry.
2: Look, we didn't mean to do anything. I promise this will never happen again.
5: Oh, you can say that again. Lisa Marie Turtle, we have a weekend of talking to do. Oh, a weekend? But what about homecoming? Oh, honey, you can forget about homecoming because you're not going. Now, come on, we're going to walk home. And girl, you better hope I burn off some energy because I am hot.
4: AC, I suggest you go home right now and let your father know all about this before he hears it from me. Yes, sir.
3: Good luck, Zach.
4: <laughs> Dad, I'm sorry. Sorry? Doesn't cover it, Zach. You realize what could have happened to you and your friends out there? You could have been killed. You could have killed somebody else. Guess was pretty stupid. Stupid? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was pretty darn stupid. you risk throwing away the rest of your life for a couple of beers then you lie to me about it I don't know Zach I mean I, it scares me to think you can be this irresponsible well, Dad, I, I mean what what would you do in my position
2: you said you get really upset yeah I don't know maybe ground me for a couple of weeks yeah yeah
4: and and mm. oh.
2: just take away my car for a while oh yeah
4: for a long while Zach you really need to think about this one son I love you I don't want anything bad to happen to you
0: Uh, Again, I love it. I I like how the parents were tough, and then it ended with Zach's dad explaining why. And 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 you and 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 you know, you know, your parents are really pissed at you when they call you by your full name, Lisa Marie Turtle. (laughs) I've had my my uh, my mom do that. I remember she did it once in my life, and that's I was well, I I did something that made her piss. This is when I was just a kid, but yeah. When they call, when your parents call you by your first, middle, and last name, you know you you, you better friggin' start groveling. <laughs> anyway, that was Saved by the Bell season four, episode ten. Another good one. Join us next week for Saved by the Bell season four, episodes eleven and twelve, entitled "Love Machine" and "Class Rings." Two classics as we get closer to the end of season four and the end of Bayside Buddy, a Saved by the Bell podcast. Go check out uh, more uh, podcasts and more whatevers, cooking videos, movie buddies, and more at serialgrapes.com, at I am Nerby on Instagram and Twitter, Nerby do on Twitch. This has been Nerby, the aforementioned all of them things. Join me next time for more Bayside Buddy. Until then, have a lovely week, day, year, whatever, and we'll see you then.